0: welcome to day players this is a podcast anthology series where we improvise a world and then play it out using the game mechanics of dungeons and dragons due to covid19 this is our second series recorded remotely away from the table even so In this first episode, you might be able to hear one of our performers wearing a mask, which you should do too in order to protect others. At Day Players, we believe a few things. One is that the D20 tabletop system can be used on a wide variety of situations beyond just crawling dungeons and fighting dragons. And another is that we love to play around inside of genre. So this month we are going to take you to the sterilized and scandalous world of medical dramas where crisis and intrigue are around every corner. Grab your scalpel, conceal your tryst, and get ready to save some lives because this is Day Players. The doors boom, burst open. One of the interns comes running in. There's someone, there's someone outside. There's a patient outside. They need help.
1: I'll be there right away. In the meantime, intern, I need you to prepare a bed and an IV. And I race to the front entrance to see what's up with this patient.
0: There's a patient that has just been, they've been dumped in front of the emergency room entrance. They are a dragonborn oh boy and they are a huge dragonborn eight ish feet tall and they are convulsing they are convulsing on the dry unwatered lawn in front of the emergency room doors in front of the emergency room entrance
2: a John Doe
1: Ah, another dump this is the third one this week
0: Above me, in the Discord chat, he read Dune for the first time, he's almost a gold-ranked player in Street Fighter V, and he moved twice to make this recording session happen. It's Morgan Vasiliev. Morgan, what are you playing today?
2: Today, I will be playing Dr. Conrad Winston, a surgeon at whatever hospital we decide to be at. He's a human battlemaster. I chose the battlemaster, which is a type of fighter, because of the maneuvers that you have. And I intentionally picked all the ones that give directions to other people and make them do stuff for you. Because that's very surgeon-operating room-like. Kind of like someone who would give a bunch of orders. I made him kind of a dick, an asshole-type character. He is from a long line of successful surgeons. I went with the noble background, so he cares a lot more about the fame and the acclaim than the actual patients themselves. Everything Mm. is a problem for him to overcome and to, you know, add to his repertoire. In terms of visuals, I'm thinking slick back hair with a little evil goatee. I'm the bad boy of the hospital.
3: When you say evil, do you mean like like Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man 1, where he's got that fucking the chin wings?
2: No, I mean more like in the old Star Trek series, where they get the duplicates <laughs> of themselves, but they're evil because they have facial hair.
0: <laughs> oh, right, yeah, the mirror universe.
2: <laughs> the mirror universe.
0: Next, below me, in the Discord, he learned how to make six new cocktails during the quarantine. Only been to a barber five times in his whole life and he watched Grey's Anatomy as long as it was bearable. It's Sawyer Wells. Sawyer, who you playing today?
3: I'm playing Percival Jackson. He is a abjuration wizard, a human, prominent member of his fraternity. He was a field medic in the great wars of the red fields. He was always interested in protecting others and helping people, which is why he studies abjuration magic. And that became very helpful in the wars as he was able to protect his soldiers before they were hurt. Personality-wise, he loves people, but hates their foolishness. I, I picture him kind of like a curmudgeon of sorts. You know, he'll help you, but he might roast you on the way. As far as looks go, I'm picturing shaved head, clean shaven face every morning. He's in pretty good shape, but being a busy doctor, he hasn't had a lot of time to hit the gym.
0: How'd he end up uh, at the hospital?
3: Well, after the war ended, he decided to continue his studies and... A few years after the war, he completed his medical schooling and has been at the hospital for
0: the past five years. Moving on in the Discord order, he just got engaged. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Went pescatarian recently, and most importantly of these three things, he learned about seasoning steel pans, and it has made his life better forever. It's Tommy Yeager. Tommy, what are you playing today?
1: Hey, y'all. I will be playing. Chiron Hygia, a celestial warlock with the patron Asclepius, who is the Greek god of medicine. Chiron is a huge, burly half-orc, kind of scary looking. He's got a he's got a big scar on the left side of his face, but he's a huge softy. He is a nurse practitioner. Whatever hospital we wind up being at, he's got stuffed animals in his scrubs just in case the kiddos get scared. And he is extremely dedicated to his job. After a rough upbringing on the streets. An incident happened where he realized he'd rather heal than hurt, and he has been a dedicated warlock of Asclepios ever since, perhaps to the point of fault and obsession at times.
0: Well, I imagine you can get a lot of stuffed animals in those big pockets there. And he's magical. And he's magical. it even easier. Right. Because this is a magical hospital, which uh, brings me to something else magical. I planted my first garden box in the front yard yesterday. I have never really watched any medical TV shows, so I'm perfect to be running this session. And in doing research for this session, between Grey's Anatomy and ER and General Hospital, I have totally and completely fucked up my YouTube and Netflix algorithms. They have no idea what I like anymore. And I'm sure I'll be getting recommendations I don't want for years to come. So it's all for you guys. My name is Paxton Farrar, and I will be your DM for today. As people probably noticed, we're doing a hospital series. This is based on the medical shows that everyone knows and loves and have been running longer than most of us have been alive. Now, those shows thrive on the people within them, the characters, the world of the hospital. So in taking our day players formula of asking questions of the party, I'm going to use those in this case to help generate the world and those characters. So I'm gonna ask two questions of each of you. First, Morgan, who in this hospital is your nemesis or rival?
2: I am going to say that Conrad Winston's nemesis is his own father.
0: Oh my Mm. God.
2: And I will just leave it at that. I don't even need to give you a name. It could be whatever name you want. Like that.
0: Sawyer, would you prefer to answer a question about another character in the hospital or a question about your character?
3: Another character in the hospital.
0: Who in this hospital have you betrayed?
2: The cafeteria staff. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: okay. And we will find out how later. Who, but give me give me a person. Who's who's uh, in charge of the cafeteria?
3: Adam Sandvich. Sandvich?
0: Adam All Alright, next. Tommy, who in this hospital do you hate? Mm. Who do you avoid? Mm. You see him coming down the hall and you're like, oh no.
1: Uh, There's a a dude in administration named Chaz, who's a total bro and a huge stickler about people's insurance claims. And Chiron hates that Chaz wants to pick and choose patients based on how covered they are.
0: Okay, next round of questions. Morgan, who in this hospital are you having an affair with?
2: (gasps) You know, it'd be cool. Something that I haven't seen in any medical show. I'm having an affair with a patient. Oh. Not one of the doctors, but an actual patient. (laughs) That is horrible, but also like, it is different. No, it's cool, because I don't normally care about patience. My <laughs> passionate romance is with Charisse Dubois, who is a... a triple cancer patient oh no and that's why she's in the hospital consistently
0: okay gotcha so
2: can you describe triple cancer to me a little bit she has cancer
0: does the cancer have cancer
2: <laughs> does it no, no, no. like those russian dolls not she doesn't have the same cancer three times she has three cancers at the same time
0: oh okay God. so lots of surgery
2: yes i'm just i'm just pulling tumors out of this lady
0: Okay, so we got to be not too, <laughs> Don't go too much to Joketown.
2: <laughs> uh, yes, but I'd play it straight. It's like she is a super, a super depressing case.
0: Totally, and thank you for solving the one problem I had with your suggestion of what happens when they leave. She's, she is recurring. All right, next.
2: <clears throat> Sawyer,
0: who in this hospital are you fucking?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Different question, I guess.
0: It is a different question. You see, you're the noble Morgan, so you got the who's the who you having an
2: affair with?
0: Because that's more like could it could blow
3: up socially. A woman I went to medis- medical school with, and we got accepted to the same hospital. Her name is Nora Rice.
0: Human? Human. Yes. Human. All right, cool. Everybody, everybody, human. Oh, I guess I should say Charisse Dubois, also human.
2: Yeah, I'm thinking everything is human unless stated otherwise.
0: All right. Well, we'll see how things are going with you and Nora then. All right, and finally to Tommy, who in this hospital do you have an unrealized, maybe as yet unspoken thing with?
1: Hmm. There's the the tension, huh? The janitor. Yeah, I took Aspect of the Moon, so Chiron never needs to sleep. <laughs> So so you constantly fuck. (laughs) No, not like, this is unrealized. He basically lives at the hospital, so he's always like around at like two in the morning when the midnight crew comes in to clean. And that janitor's name is James Frederick. Just easy.
0: It is late into the evening. Things are relatively quiet in the hospital. And let's say that... Dr. Conrad Winston and Dr. Percival Jackson are, are in the on-call room, which is the room with, like, the beds and stuff. So they're, they are on-call, in the on-call room. And, your fucking character names. Serial? Cere- what was your name, Tommy? Chiron? Serial. What? Chiron. Chiron. Can you spell that for me? I wrote Siri. u <laughs> Not even close. It's late in the evening. Things are pretty quiet at the hospital until someone is brought into triage. You, Chiron, are the attending nurse and the doors burst open. One of the interns comes running in. There's someone, there's someone outside. There's a patient outside, they need help. I'll be there right
1: away. In the meantime, intern, I need you to prepare a bed and an IV and I race to the front entrance to see what's up with this patient.
0: There's a patient that has just been... They've been dumped in front of the emergency room entrance. They are a... Dragonborn! Oh boy! And they are a huge Dragonborn, eight-ish feet tall, and they are convulsing. They are convulsing on the dry, unwatered lawn, in front of the emergency room doors. In front of the uh, emergency room entrance.
2: A John Doe.
0: Ah,
1: oh. another dump. This is the third one this week. Uh, how, how strong are these convulsions? Is this, like, twitching, or is this person going to be dangerous to pick up? It's just, like, twitching. Okay. Great. Uh, I check for a pulse. Yeah, there's a pulse. It's erratic. Okay. Excellent. Carmen's a tall drink of water, so he's going to just hoist this dragonborn over his shoulders... <laughs> I probably shouldn't have checked for brain damage, doesn't matter, we gotta get this man inside!
2: (laughs) Damn it, get him inside!
1: Maybe instead of hoisting over the shoulders, I will very carefully uh, lift up this figure without attempting to move it as little as possible and bring him to the bed that the intern has prepared.
0: Okay, yeah, so they- yeah, it's a hospital, they got the rolling beds, they- they come out, they meet you with the stretcher, you get him- you get him on the stretcher, you have to fold the ends of it down. It's like the table leaf to get the, this dragonborn to fit. So they get him in there. You have him. They're in the ER. Intern Grace, fetch the doctors. Grace, who is another human with one big Leia bun on top of her head. She goes, oh, of course, and scuttles away to the on-call room. You guys are there now. The doctors. Or the surgeon and the doctor.
2: I, Winston, will step into the room with Jackson. Mind if I cut in?
0: All right, you got this bronze dragonborn on the bed. The twitches are getting stronger.
2: It's the third drop-off this
1: week, Doctor. Same symptoms as all the others. Uh, Mild seizures, dilation of the pupils, and no response in any other way.
3: All right, you're going to have to go get me 20 cc's of wolfbane stat. Grace!
0: Go. Grace who is had been following you guys after you ran from the on call room uh, j- turns around and runs off to get your wolf did you say? Yeah. You know what? Let's let's do some mechanics here. Why don't we roll uh, an initiative?
1: Oh, right. okay.
2: 6. Oh, that's a nat fucking 20. Oh. I got this a Nurse is on call. I got an 11.
0: Yeah, Chiron is quite the nurse. You, you, got, you got, what are you going to do first?
2: Dragon
1: Doe is
0: starting to seize more, right? Yeah, it's not, it is a slow escalation. It's not like a, we're losing him yet. <laughs> you know, but okay. it's like more, it's like more violent now. Yeah. We can't let this dragonborn
1: injure himself. There's no time to strap him down. And I'm going to cast whole person
0: uh, Ooh, ah. on this dragonborn. I can,
1: I mean, this Dragonborn's unconscious, right? Can he make a saving throw?
0: No, no. You, we're just going to let that. Okay. No, then he, he is, is not conscious. He cannot make a saving throw.
1: Chiron will pull out his pen from his very large clipboard that he always cares. It's in the shape of uh, the staff with the snakes on it. And tap this Dragonborn on the forehead, and the Dragonborn is paralyzed. Ooh. Now he will no longer be a danger to himself or to you, Doctor.
0: And how long does that last?
1: One minute. We have 60 seconds. It's oh, like actually, that could
2: make okay, a yeah. I got the perfect idea then. I have history. Nice! Have I seen this before? <laughs> Ooh, well, give well, me a was roll. Because those the last
3: two patients, according to Tommy.
2: I got a 22. Ooh, all right, 22. Then you know this is
0: not the same thing that happened to the two patients from before this week. They were hopped up on some potions. This is a... This is something different. And then with a 22, I'll even say to you, I mean, it's a medical show. Why don't we just get into some of the things that people always like in medical shows. This is a
2: heart-related issue. No, I I don't think so, nurse. Those other two druggies from last week, they had the dilation of the pupils. This doesn't add up. This has to be something with his heart.
0: Did you say the pupils were dilated, Tommy? I did.
2: <laughs> sorry.
0: <laughs>
2: then his pupils are dilated, and the previous two weren't at all.
1: <laughs> now that you mention it, you're right. I see that the dilation is markedly different. I have, I've been such a fool.
2: I'm sorry, doctor. We're gonna have to operate. This is Dragonborn Heartburn.
3: <laughs> all you ever want to do is cut into people. Who told you to get in there? I haven't looked at this man yet. You better slow your roll. I just want to observe his body to see if he has any wounds or obvious rashes or something that doesn't seem quite right.
0: Is this Dragonborn wearing a shirt or some sort of clothing? They are. They're wearing, like, a suit.
2: Wait, I gotta. Great. Winston, you want to cut
0: something? Get in here and cut this guy's suit
2: off. (laughs) Rapier. Oh, yes. The most precise weapon of all. I would like to, just like at the real hospital, you have to cut the patient's clothing off. All right. An attack roll?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actions are attack rolls, you know? Yeah. And Morgan, I assume you're a dex fighter, but I don't actually know.
2: I am a dex fighter, but if I don't, if I have an opportunity to not use my dex, let's just say I'm ready for it. <laughs> okay. All right. I got an 18 and extra attack. A 17.
0: Alright, uh, I don't think we need to really roll damage. With those good rolls, you're just gonna whoosh, whoosh, slice their suit right off. Are you, are you just slicing the top part off? You slicing pants off too? What are you doing? You got, good, you got good hits.
2: Should I slice the pants off? You have to have a reason for it, but- Dr. Jackson, the pants as well. We gotta search everywhere. Search every nook and cranny. I cut the pants off.
3: <laughs> I don't got much experience with Dragonborn, so I got to look where I got to look. It could easily be a tail problem. <laughs> and we're rolling
0: nine. Nine for investigation.
3: I'm just looking over his body for any sort of blemish or imperfection or rash or something that sticks out.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna say you're going. You're going pretty fast, so you don't. Uh, you don't see anything that looks crazy to you, especially since you don't know Dragonborns that well, right? It's like there's all these scales and it's like are, do the scales have skin on them? Are the scales skin? Is there underneath you just it's a little confusing. Uh, all right, let's let's move let's move down then. Let's go to The Dragonborns turn he's paralyzed which means he can't move anything But he, um,
2: I'm sure he gets an opportunity to save the wisdom save Ooh,
0: well, uh, natural one on getting out of the paralysis. So Excellent. that's that's right. not happening. However, dragonborns, you know, they're they're magical. Their blood is magical, you know, their their heart's fire, you know, it's it's all this raucous, slightly unstable thing. And so even though this dragonborn is, you know, paralyzed, he can't move, there's there's a shuddering and then there's a wave of magic. <clears throat> a bunch of Butterflies and flower petals appear in the air, floating around you, like, poof! What the hell is this?
2: Get down, doctors! It's butterflies.
0: Everybody ducks down, but then it quickly becomes apparent that these are uh, illusory butterflies and flower petals. They are not the real thing.
2: My god, this Dragonborn is a sorcerer.
0: He must be casting on pure instinct. And it's you, Tommy. That was the end of the dragon, Dragonborn's turn.
2: Dr. Winston, do you really think we'll
0: need to operate?
2: I think the only way for us to cool his heartburn would be to directly reach the heart and lower the temperature of it. And get Grayson here. If this paralysis wears off, he could blow up this entire operating room.
0: Morgan, let's do five things. Give me five interns.
2: Chadwick, Sweeney. Winkle, Grubna, and Rickles.
0: (laughs) Pick three out of the existing intern group that are going to come and like help you guys. Scrub in
2: is the term, I believe. Grace, I'm going to need you to go and get Grubna and Winkle. Tell them to scrub up. We have no time to lose. All right,
0: so we're going to cut ahead to the fantasy operating room. What color are your scrubs? Mine are pink.
2: And mine are obviously green. Blue.
0: And then I'm gonna say that Grace, Winkle, and Grubna, I'm gonna say that they are all wearing cream colored scrubs.
2: Like NPC, NPC scrubs. Some more
0: races to these people. So Winkle is obviously a gnome. And Grubna sounds like a dwarf to me. And then Grace is, as we said before, a human. Everybody's rushing to and fro, getting all the trays and tools and uh, all the things together. Got them on the operating table. Let's just keep the initiative from before, and your turn, Percival Jackson. What is, what are you going to do?
3: Okay, is the, is the dragonborn awake, paralyzed? What's, hell? because it probably took us a while to walk to
2: the OR. Yeah, it took longer than a minute, so. Yeah, the whole person is gone, but in the
1: interim, I'm sure we've, like, sedated and strapped him down. I'm okay.
2: just going to cast
3: sleep on him. Ooh, okay. So uh, let me look up how many, how many d8s I need. I think it's five. 10 plus 8 is 18 total.
0: 18? Okay. Let me just put that down.
3: I hope that holds him. It's not my strongest spell. It better work. Good luck, Winston.
0: The door opens, and another dragonborn, a fellow doctor, whose name is... Somebody throw me a name.
3: Jungerberg.
2: (laughs) Jungerberg... (laughs)
0: I'm just gonna say, Doctor Jungerberg. All right. Yes. So yes. Doctor Jungerberg, a dragonborn, a dragonborn, another surgeon here. I'm gonna actually say, I'm gonna pull from your little list, Morgan, and say this is it, the barbarian surgeon. Oh.
2: Well,
0: yeah. You know, kind of the sawbones guy. Not, not the dexterous kind of surgeon.
2: Get out of here, Jungerberg. This is a delicate operation. You wouldn't understand.
0: Let's see, uh, he's going to be sort of Scottish, I guess. <laughs> maybe it is a delicate operation, but do you think you really know enough about dragonborns to do this one? So maybe you should let someone of their own kind take over.
2: If you think there's a living creature alive on this planet that I can't operate on, you're crazy.
0: Do you think you're actually strong enough to get through his chest even?
2: Let's just say I'm ready to take a page out of your book. And I pull out my battle axe. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, I'm gonna say this is like the shot is you pull the battle axe out, cut down to like the heart area of the chest, and you can see the heart like going nuts.
3: Winkle, prepare, prepare a vial of healing potion.
0: And Dr. Jungerberg says, uh, looks, at, looks at you holding the axe and says, All right, well, you really better know what you're doing. Because this is the mayor's son. (gasps) And then he closes the door and stalks off. Dr.
1: Winston, I know you're the most skilled knife in these halls, but was that wise? Maybe Dr. Jungerberg had a point. He may know better how to treat this
3: dragonborn patient. Jungerberg's a butcher. He doesn't know a dragonborn from a pig, from a
0: cow. Grace is like, shouldn't we get going? It seems like the the palpitations are getting more more intense.
2: Prepare the patient. <laughs> I lift up the axe.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> you lift up the axe, and Grubneg gives you like a ah oh, yeah nod.
2: <laughs> okay. I hoist it onto my shoulder. Clear. <laughs> I, I swing down so that everyone's hands are out of the way. You know. <laughs> Uh, oh, oh, oh you get it? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. All right. Give me some rolls. All right. This is just to get that initial incision through the skin.
0: Yeah. You're trying to break the scales right. so that you can okay, actually do some work.
2: Oh, that is a 22.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you get... And that's 22 decks?
2: Actually... So I used the battle axe, which is not a finesse weapon. Okay. So I did have... So it's a strength weapon. I have no strength. I have 10 strength. <laughs> so I did just roll really well, even though I was using a weapon that I'm not good with.
0: All right. You definitely do the thing you want to do. You crack right between some of those scales. And have you guys ever seen like a snake shed its
2: skin or anything? Yeah. I mean, I've seen oh, yeah, like crabs totally. get busted open
0: little different <laughs> i'm just saying that there's like like snakes have rib cages and a dragonborn is a humanoid snake so there's gonna be like a rib cage but then there's all that
2: yeah i guess scale so armor. yeah so you
0: yeah you get through the skin and the scales and all the armored stuff nice clean hit boom you're in all right the heart's not sitting right there but you're in right right and I don't know if you guys know this, but when they do heart surgery, they actually have to cut one of your ribs out and like oh. like a section out of it and like put it on a table. And then they have this, the hole to operate on your heart and then they put the rib back in.
3: I'm gonna, I'm gonna prepare counter spell so that should the patient cast another spell that it will hopefully have no effect and create no damage in the operating room.
0: Mm. Mm. Ooh, I love it. All right, so next we actually have the dragonborn. All right, so two rolls coming up here. Okay, so there's a, there's a pop sound and a Modron, which is like this little robot thing, appears uh, and is trying to appear within five feet of the Dragonborn and the only place it can appear appears under the stool on which Winkle the gnome is uh, perched. Because Winkle obviously, in order to get operating table, table level, would have to be significantly raised. This little robot appears and grabs his stool and tries to throw him off it. Ooh, and it's just an eight, so it just kind of rattles his stool and he oh, oh, on top of the stool, but I'm gonna have Winkle make a, uh, a deck save, we'll see. Ooh, and Winkle does make the deck save, so Winkle stays on top, but this thing is shaking his stool.
2: Dammit, Winkle, get that Modron out of here. This is an operating room, not a mechanic. Yes, Dr. Winston. And
0: gets down and starts, like, grappling with this Modron who is almost the same size as Winkle.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right, right.
0: They're just having, like, a real struggle, but on, like, a small scale. But that's the Dragonborn's turn. They do a... Twitch a little bit, and then, like, burp, burp. A little bit of smoke comes out, and heart is continuing to... Badoom, badoom, badoom. Who's up? Should be tyron
1: I think Intern Winkle has that Modron under control. But Grace, this Dragonborn is losing blood fast. I need you to prepare another IV drip while I get these blood bags ready. And I pull out two blood bags marked Dragonborn, parentheses, bronze. Nice. <laughs> nice. But they're frozen, so uh, Chiron uses prestidigitation to warm them and get them ready for uh, hanging on the drip.
2: Very nice. It's the, it's the first time. It's the first time I've seen that prestidigitation skill used not on a beverage. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, well,
1: this could be a beverage. Thank you for preparing the drip, Grace. Now, quick, get out oh, of the yeah, way.
0: Oh dri- yeah, yeah. Grace has got the drip. She got the drip, and as you're buckling it in, she goes. Isn't this, isn't this the last of the Dragonborn blood that we have in our stock?
1: It is, Grace, and I'm hesitant to use it. But damn it, if we don't get this Dragonborn more blood stat before the good doctor can operate, the
2: mayor's son will die. Gonna <laughs> hang those blood bags up. Now it's back to me. Yep. How am I gonna solve this dude's problem?
0: <laughs> well, you gotta. I. I mean, you're trying to get to his heart, right? So you gotta. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we're, n-
2: we're not at the heart. Okay.
0: Yeah, you gotta get the rib out of the way.
2: Okay. What what tools do I got? Do I have some sort of tiny bone saw? You got whatever <laughs> you want. Of course. Yeah, it's a of course you have a tiny bone saw. Alright. Grubna, Winkle's busy. I need you to handle the delicates. Give me the tiny bone saw.
0: And Grubna, she looks a little bit nervous because normally she handles the big the big tools so...
2: Firmly grasp it.
0: (laughs) She's looking through. There's a bunch of little saws that all look kind of similar and she, uh, is gonna make a
2: roll. (laughs) Yeah.
0: She gets a moment of clarity because she rolled pretty well and she remembers from her exams, ah, yeah, it's it's this. This is the tiny bone saw. And she hands it to you with confidence. Here you go, Dr. Winston.
2: My god, you got it. There's hope for you yet. And then I go right into the cut. (laughs) Ugh. I got a twenty four, another high one.
0: Well shit, yeah. They're watching, they're just so impressed because you cut right on through that one rib.
2: I pick up the bloody rib and I boomerang it into the they have like that metal pan Yeah where they, where they put stuff like, in media. that have used, yeah, and it just it, it clatters in there.
0: <laughs> Grace fumbles to, to, to catch it, but she makes it.
2: Alright. There's no time, damn it, Doctor,
1: we've told you before Throwing organs around the operating room is not sanitary.
3: Looks like wiz has got this under control, but we still got this Modron in here. Percival does a dive at the Modron that Winkle is wrestling with. Because I took the soldier background for obvious field medic reasons. Oh uh, yeah. Yep, yep. Which yep. means I have um proficiency in athletics.
0: Shit! That's a ten. This dice sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what well, okay, so you are just trying to
2: dive at the Modron.
3: I, I want to grapple with the Modron, but they're short. They're both short, so I got to get down there.
2: <laughs> He's got to get down there. Get on their level. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so I will say you do get down on their level, uh, but you don't do it in the most graceful manner. You roll slide into them and knock them apart and you knock into them and then the three of you go sliding into like various equipment and stands and stuff that are uh, crowded around the edge of the room so you scatter them and now you're all prone nice (laughs) next is the dragonborn who is now sans yeah i think somebody said it already and yes i have been pulling from the wild magic surge table which is uh just one of my favorite things and I've rolled an 8, which is the one that says you cast Fireball. No! centered oh. on yourself.
2: I was right. He could blow up the whole room. So but now, what about my
0: Counterspell? Yeah, I was going to say, your oh, Counterspell, yeah. if yes. I'm not mistaken, would... Read, read me how Counterspell goes. Okay,
2: let me pull it up. I mean, I can tell you that it counters anything, third level or below, it without a roll.
0: Well, baby, this says you cast Fireball... As a third level spell. Oh, all right. All right. There it is. So, your counter spell, thankfully, will actually stop this third level fireball, which potentially could have killed many people in this operating room. What happens here is from the heart, there is a gurgling, a bubbling, and then from both the Gap created in the chest by the removal of the rib, and from the mouth of this dragonborn, the son of the mayor, there is a (laughs) eruption of fire. Bronze-colored fire that looks like molten metal on the outside, that's kind of plume clouds, like an oil fire, and it begins to expand.
3: As it's expanding, Percival outstretches both of his hands one above the other like he is holding open a lid and this white light forms into the shape of one of those styrofoam coolers that they transfer organs in and the fire starts to pour into it and then percival slams it
0: shut
2: and tosses
3: it into the biohazard bin oh yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) everyone turns still feeling the heat fading from their faces to see you Dr. Jackson, lying sideways on the ground (laughs) by the stands, holding your arms up, having just saved all of their lives. The sharpest of the interns, Grace, snaps back and wipes the sweat from your brow, Dr. Winston, before it falls into the chest of the patient.
2: Hotter than usual in here. (laughs) Uh, Okay.
0: (laughs) And Winkle goes, you just saved all of our lives. And then the the Modron, like grabs him by the back of the head and just slams his face into the into the floor. I think that concludes the Dragonborn's turn. We are back to Chiron, nurse practitioner.
1: Chiron is going to go in to just start beating the crap out of the sucker, Um, and uh, which is good because Chiron has, for a clipboard, Chiron is nearing seven is like on the tall end of six eight six nine and has a big-ass oak clipboard, which also happens to be a club. So let's get that out, and I'm going to roll an attack on this operating room robot. It's a 17?
0: Uh, Yeah, that'll hit this little garbage box.
1: Excellent. (laughs) I'm going for the the home run. That's max damage. That's five.
3: Five is the number I thought I was going to hear after the words max damage. Yeah. It's just a club.
2: Oh, it's well, very... Oh, yeah, it warlock. is a tiny
0: one, yeah. Well, yeah. well, Tommy, I'll tell you that, uh, five is the number of hit points that the Mojon has. So, oh,
3: really? Oh, good. Had.
0: Yeah. yeah, exactly. Had. So it gets... Pow, shatter it, and its bits go f- bouncing off the walls.
1: The O.R. is for authorized personnel only.
0: I'm gonna say, though, that one of the bits of this Mojon, a little, one of its little, little hands... Oh, no. Bounce, ...bounces off... And then it flies into the wound.
1: <gasps> oh, no. Doctor, I, I'm so sorry. I should have been more careful. Just another
2: hurdle to jump.
0: <laughs> All right. So now you got to get it out of there.
2: Okay. I would like to reach in and take out the piece of the ro- Modron robot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How, so how, deep, how deep in it is there?
0: It's not that deep. It's just, it's just sitting on the heart. It's just resting there, you know?
2: Oh, like my what? God. I need something that is both soft and precise. Something to grab this foreign object that has entered the chest cavity.
0: She gets you what look like a pair of brass salad tongs.
2: It'll have to do. Alright. What do you want me to roll?
0: I mean, could this be anything other than a
2: dex check? It's just a dex check. You got it. That's a 21. Jesus Christ,
3: oh, oh. I can't break double digits and the son of a bitch is rolling
2: 20 plus every fucking roll. That's right.
0: You reach down and grab the little robot hand, gently lift it off the live beating heart of the dragonborn. I, I assume set it in the garbage tray.
2: Yeah, it, it clanks into the the bowl. All
0: right, Jackson, what's Jackson going to do? He's still on the floor.
3: I'll stand up and I'll dust myself off and... Hold on
0: to your hats. It's about to get windy in
3: here. I cast Gust of Wind onto the
0: Dragonborn to try to cool them down. Ooh, all right. So just right on the heart, just air cool it. You know, like hurricane-level winds, you know, everybody's... Whoa! Right, you know, the stands are swaying back and forth and uh, Winkle's hanging on to one of them by one arm, <laughs> getting blown around. I have to reward a creative use of spells. So, yeah, the heart gets smaller it gets less inflamed it gets uh, a little bit darker and settles down technically it's the dragonborn's turn but since he has been cooled i am not going to keep rolling wild magic surge uh so it's now tommy's turn back to chiron
1: now chiron wears small small stud earrings which also happen to be lodestones he'll uh take them out and push them along the rib so that we can't—I don't think it's fair to like make the rib, like re-reattach the rib necessarily, but at the very least, I can heal any cracks or any uh, imperfections on it, so that when we do glue it back on, it'll be a perfect fit.
2: Ah, okay. interesting.
0: Totally and, clean. And you know what? That's good. I'll—I'll I'll count that as uh, as advantage for actually putting it back in. Oh,
2: nice. All right. Yeah. Okay.
0: Back to Winston.
2: All right. Let's pop this. Little boomerang back in its hole. And I rolled a five for the first one. Oh. Okay. okay. That's only a nine total for the the best of the two for advantage. Oh.
0: This is not a super hard thing to do. Like I'm not gonna say that you like puncture his heart, but I am gonna say you get it in a little crooked.
2: My god. Okay, accent surge. <laughs> Nice oh. to fix the, to fix the placement, and I I wouldn't have advantage for this. That's a nat twenty.
3: <laughs> oh my oh. god! Right where it's needed. Oh.
2: I put it in a little crooked, or maybe it slips out of my hand, my fingers at first. And amidst the worried glances, I like fawn style bop it with my fist and it just slides right perfectly back into place.
0: Yeah, everybody was impressed. They were worried for a second. They're like, oh no, is did Dr. Winston, did he Did he just screw this up right at the end? And then you boom,
2: you just <laughs>
0: blow away all doubts Nothing. Nice. natural 20.
2: And with that, snap my gloves off, toss them down. My work here is done. Nurse, close them up
0: grace
3: did you ever get me that wolfsbane she goes oh oh yes i'm i'm, I'm sorry I, I, f-
0: I forgot when you took him to the or
3: oh it's no problem just go ahead and toss that in a hot cup of water bring me a, some tea i've had a very long day
0: that all took place at night and i think we can cut ahead to the next day so you guys have gotten a long rest in the
2: on-call room. The least refreshing long rest of any d character. <laughs> now for me, Chiron doesn't sleep. According to Aspect of the Moon,
1: under the Warlock invocations, uh, you can spend the time doing light activity, so I think Chiron probably spent the full eight hours thinking about all the things he messed up in that operation.
0: Hard on yourself. Um, oh yeah,
1: Chiron's very hard on himself. He misdiagnosed the patient, Oh, uh, when the patient first came in, and he knocked metal into an open surgery, you know, that's a uh, p- that's pretty bad. It's gonna weigh heavy.
0: That's that is true. People scurry out of the doctor's way to let you guys get to the the food.
2: I'll I'll slide right in first. Let me have a slice of that chicken breast.
0: The head chef Adam Sandvish, who we <gasps> remember from the questions, he says. Hey, you got it, Dr. Winston, and he flips you uh, a breast, real kind of fancy, and he goes, I hear you did quite a number on a breast last night, actually.
2: That's right. (laughs) Just business as usual. Well, the way you do
0: business, Dr. Winston, I'm sure that you'll fill your father's shoes one day
2: just fine. Ha! You can believe it. I've been training my entire life. To finally take that position. And then I guess and then I guess I walk off with all my food. I'll walk up to the front of the line and I'll say, Just a salad. Toss a chicken breast
3: on there if you want to, just hurry it up.
0: Adam Sandviche gives you kind of a cutting look, but then, you know, looks away and puts together the salad and the chicken breast. So you guys the doctors, you guys go and sit at a table and you can hear, you know, people, you know, whispering around like, Oh yeah, yeah, in the last night it was a, Yeah, the mayor's son, they saved his life. It's gossip, because, you know, you don't want the mayor's... The People aren't running through the halls being like, the mayor's son is here, and...
3: Ooh, I have a question that
0: we should have asked. What's the mayor's name? Oh, uh, what is the mayor's name, Sawyer?
3: Marcus Croupon. Like, coupon with an R in there.
2: Or, like, crouton.
0: (laughs) Marcus Croupon. Yeah, that's the mayor's name. Um, We're also looking at modern medical legal stuff that's also in this world oh right yeah this is oh yeah this isn't medieval stuff this is yeah medical tv show and that's a huge component of those things so uh, the, the patient the mayor's son is you know he is recovering right now he's still there
1: chiron it will approach uh the two uh dr jackson and winston eating chiron has one lone tapioca pudding cup on his tray <sighs> dr winston dr percival i just wanted to Apologize for my mistakes in the operation yesterday. Not only did I misdiagnose the patient upon arrival, I knocked an unsterile metal object into an open surgery. I could have severely compromised the patient.
3: You listen to me here now. When I was out in the field, in the red field, there was all sorts of unsterile stuff flying around there. Sometimes you just don't got time to think about what's the best thing to do, you just got to do something. And that's what you did. You did all right, kid.
1: Thank you, Dr. Jackson. I, I just feel like I didn't think at all.
2: Think nothing of it, nurse. Last night was just another another event in a long list of danger that we run into here. Danger Field isn't just a name, you know. <laughs> this is one of the toughest hospitals to work in in the whole damn area. <laughs> <laughs> and after all, even though I had to perform that armectomy, <laughs> it just adds to the tale and working on a famous, influential patient, like the mayor's son. And then I, like, look around, you know? <laughs> just adds to my repertoire. Uh,
0: at this point, Grace is going to kind of sidle up to the table. Do you mind if I join
2: you? Of course,
0: you turn Grace.
3: Take a yeah. seat, Grace.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Doctors uh, Jackson and Winston, uh, Nurse idea. Nurse idea. Last night was uh, quite exciting, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, that was something <laughs> else. It's not the craziest thing I've ever seen, but it put something in my coffee this morning.
1: I always love hearing your war stories. What was the craziest thing you've seen in your many years in the medical profession?
3: I once saw a giant wearing a bead necklace made of Modrons. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. And, and one time he got real angry. He snapped those beads off and he choked a man with it. Oh, my good times.
0: (laughs) So Grace kind of leans in and she goes, we ran some more tests on uh, the patient last night uh, trying to determine the initial calls and they're uh, supposed to be uh, done in the lab very soon. I was figuring I would uh, rush down there and get a look at them as soon as they're ready. Why are we
2: even running more tests? If I feel like we basically got that one on the first try I think he'll be fine.
0: Oh, no, of, of, of course, of course, Dr. Winston. Um, uh, but it, it seems uh, but the initial onset for heartburn and a dragonborn that young is very unusual. Not to mention, the patient was
1: unceremoniously dumped outside our front door. It seems like there must be something else going
3: on. I want to get in there. Let's go down to the lab right now.
2: Why don't you all go take care of that? I still have a few more bites to finish.
3: All right, well... Enjoy your lunch there, Winston. And I get up and leave. It
1: makes more sense for me to go check up on the patient. I think Chiron would want to do that.
0: Uh, Dr. Jackson and Grace, you guys are headed down to the lab to get the test results from, let's say, the blood work. And then Chiron, you're going to check on the patient. And then yeah. uh, Dr. Conrad Winston, you're finishing your breakfast. And then you want to go back to your office?
2: Yeah, I'm fine with that.
0: All right. I honestly think uh, I think we should stay with you, Dr.
2: Winston. Okay, sure. Then I will finish my breakfast, and I'll just return to my office. Because I'm sure that I have some sort of paperwork I have to do because I did the surgery last night.
0: Oh, there's of course. There's always paperwork. When you arrive at your office, you open the door, and standing over by your bookshelf is, of course, your father. <gasps> whose name should be... I have a name. Yeah. What
1: if his name is, uh, Conrad Winston, and Morgan's (gasps) character is actually a junior? I'm secretly a junior. I love it. His goal is to become so much more successful than his father, that he is the Conrad Winston
0: that people reference. So you enter the office, and uh, standing by the bookshelf, hands clasped behind his back, is, of course, your father, Conrad Winston. Dr. Conrad Winston, Sr.
2: Father, to what do I owe this pleasure? And I go over and I sit at my desk.
0: He doesn't turn around, he keeps perusing the books on your shelf. I heard about the surgery last night.
2: Yes, I I, uh, I start to work on the paperwork. I'm not gonna look at him either. (laughs) Yes, it was a complete success. Yes, you were very lucky. Lucky? And I stand up, hands on the table. Boom! What do you mean,
0: lucky? Do you really think it was so wise for you to do the surgery rather than Dr. Jungerberg?
2: I think that I had more to gain. Jungerberg already knows what he's doing. I'm here to learn, I'm here to make waves, and that's exactly what I did. Can you say that I didn't know what I was doing when I completely succeeded? And with error, that damn nurse threw that robot arm right in the way and I was still able to take it out.
0: Like I said, luck. Sometimes it finds all of us. The fact is, you don't know nearly as much about dragonborns and about dragonborn anatomy as Dr. Jungerberg and the mayor's son. Do you realize what would happen if he died if you failed? You'd risk the hospital. You know that the funding is in crisis and you would risk that for your own lesson, a school lesson? Is the mayor's son a a frog to you in class?
2: Father, you make the mistake in thinking that it was a risk. You think I haven't studied? I know what I need to know about Dragonborn. Now, if you'll excuse me, Father, I do have a lot of paperwork to catch up on. Right, quite
0: right. I have to prepare as well. I have a surgery coming up at 10 a.m. There was an accident down in the mines, and I have to extend a whole squadron of dwarves.
2: Ah, yes, those child dwarves that uh, were pulled out of that collapsed mineshaft.
0: <laughs> Remember, Conrad, you'll never become a great surgeon with a devil-may-cry attitude. This is a profession that requires discipline. I hope that you'll learn that as much as you learn dragonborn anatomy. And he walks out of your office.
2: Right before he walks out of the doorway, I say, "And father, good luck on the surgery.
0: It gives you a, a half smile and then walks slowly down the hall. Got him all right, so next let's go down to the ward with Chiron and go check on our patient. See how they're recovering.
1: Mr. Kufan, good morning. How are you feeling today? Oh. Me- Please don't call me
0: that. Mr. Croupon is my dad.
1: Oh, of course. Um, what name would you prefer?
0: My, name, my name's Brocarius, but everybody calls me Brock.
1: Very well, Brock. Uh, that was quite an operation you had on you yesterday. How are you feeling? You seem to be in decent spirits.
0: Uh, yeah, I feel like I got kicked in the chest by a giant's horse or something. You're not far off. We had to, um,
1: we had to remove a rib in order to cool down your heart, but the operation was a total success, and you should expect a full recovery within two to three weeks. You guys cut me open? Like, you guys did, like, heart surgery on me? I suppose I should give you the full details, um, and Chiron will go and sit next to the bed and sort of, uh, let me get on your level, youth pastor style. Yishibrak, you were experiencing a condition unique to Dragonborn known as Dragonborn Heartburn. Um, I will spare you the details, but essentially your heart and your flame sacs became too inflamed and the fluids began to mingle. Fortunately, we were, we were able to cool down your heart. That's crazy. That's,
0: why, why would that even happen?
1: Well, that's what I'm here to talk to you about today. It is certainly unusual in a uh, Dragonborn of your age. And Chiron's looking at the looking at the chart. I assume Brock is what, like early twenties at the at the oldest. Kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, looking at the chart
0: um, in Dragonborn, in, 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 yeah, in in Dragonborn years, yes, because I yes, think they mature the, a little
1: faster, whatever the ratio is.
0: Brock, uh, we are of course
1: under strict patient confidentiality here, so anything that we talk about doesn't have to go anywhere but between you and me and on this chart for your treatment. But I have to ask, is there any substances that you might have partaken of recently that could exacerbate a condition such as this?:
0: uh, n- No, not not that I can, I can I can really think of.
1: Is he telling the truth? 22.
0: 22 uh no he does not seem like he's telling the truth and he's actually seems uh, kind of nervous almo- almo- almost as if you have uh, zoomed in on something that uh, he doesn't want to talk about
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> put the chart aside and like look him straight in the eyes and just say rock I understand this is a traumatic and scary experience but I should tell you that we were in the middle of doing some blood work right now and If there's anything in your system, it's going to come out one way or another. If you can tell us anything that you might have ingested or when or who you got it from, it could go a long way towards preventing this kind of thing from happening again. He goes, I don't don't know. I just I don't remember anything like what? what, Yeah. Do you remember how you got to the hospital? No. Why don't you run me through the last
0: things you do remember? I was at a fancy party with, you know, my, my, my dad and some, you know, some of the local business people and like, we were having dinner and then, you know, people were talking and stuff and it gets all, you know, pretty, it gets pretty fuzzy after that. Oh, no, we had a really good dessert though. I do remember that. It's chocolate mousse. That was really good. Hmm, chocolate mousse.
1: No known allergies, food allergens, medical allergies,
0: anything like that. Well, good berries will give me hives, but, you know, they won't kill me. Mm. That's
1: good to know. add that onto the chart. That's important. Well, Brock, if you feel that you need to talk to me for anything, or if you remember anything more about what happened before arriving at the hospital, I'll be on call for the next three days. Uh, Also, here is your post-op heartburn medication. Take two of these uh, with each meal. If there's any negative side effects, make sure to tell. Any of the attending nurses, and they'll come and get me. I hope you have a smooth recovery, and I'll be back tomorrow to uh, check on on you again. Okay? Uh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Okay, Brock. I hope hey.
0: you recover soon. Yeah, me too. Hey, is it it's it's true you guys saved my life, right?
1: Yes, we did. Thanks. I'll pass forward your thanks to Doctor Winston and Jackson. They were in the operating room with you as well. Is there any requests that you have? Anything that you need that would help make you more comfortable here?
0: Yeah. Do you guys have pineapple juice?
1: Here. He has a a cup of water next to him. I will use prestidigitation to flavor it. Pineapple. (laughs) That's a thing you can do with prestidigitation. That's right. That should keep you for a while. Thanks. That was pretty cool. You got it, Brock. All right
0: what was your what was
1: your name again my name is nurse idea but you can call me chiron all
0: right see you later chiron
1: see you later brock
0: all right so we're gonna cut to the lab where dr jackson and grace the intern are going over the results you know it's a bunch of numbers and tables and stuff right it's mm-hmm. it's, it's data and results this is very interesting look here there's such a high spike here in the, should I just make up chemicals? Yeah, sure.
3: Absolutely. We, everybody knows that we don't know anyway, so.
0: Right, we <laughs> don't know anything, so at us, we could use the traction. Normally we'd expect them to go in, in tandem, you know, there'd be a correlation there, but there isn't. And look at this, a, a trace amount of elderberry.
3: Elderberry, that stuff's crazy. Where'd he get something like that? He's just a boy, what else do you
0: find? You're probably much more knowledgeable than I am, uh, Doctor Jackson. I, did you? What do you see on here?
3: Well, as far as I can tell, this boy's mixed up in something. I'm not quite sure what, but I think we're gonna have to go talk to him, to find out where he got those elderberries. And then I do want to look at the chart and see if the or the test results and see if there's anything else out of the ordinary that maybe this lab tech missed. I'm gonna do an Arcana check. Because he was casting spells without being conscious, Mm -hmm. and there was all that wild magic stuff, so maybe there's something in these test results that'll be magic y. And the result is 16.
0: You know, you're looking at it, and it doesn't look quite right. You know, there's, there's, you know, you can't put your finger on it exactly, but you're like, there's something going on here, and it's something magical.
3: Okay. These test results, they're inconclusive. I gotta go talk to him, get him more information. Come with me, Grace.
0: Standing behind you is Nora Rice, who, if you remember from the questions, you are fucking.
3: Yeah, him. What's inconclusive? These test results, as we are in a
0: lab right now. She reaches out and plucks the test results out of your hands and goes, oh, well that, that's interesting. Where did these come from? The test results came from
3: the dragonborn boy upstairs.
0: Dragonborn boy? I just got here. Is this... This is from last night? We had the mayor's son
3: last night. He had to have emergency heart surgery. The mayor's son? Yeah, he got into something. Cast fireball right in the middle of the OR. She
0: gives you a, she gives you a, a face like, Ooh.
3: Oh, don't worry about that. He's just blowing out the birthday candles.
0: Is everyone okay?
3: Oh, we're fine.
0: I took care of it. And then Grace is like, He did? It was, it was quite amazing. Who's this... She asked, she asked that to you, Mr. Sawyer.
3: Oh, this is this is one of the interns, Grace. One of the sharpest ones we got.
0: Yes, yes, Dr. Rice. Uh, it's, it's it's good to finally meet you. Yes, yeah, good to meet you too.
3: All right, well, I've got to go check on the Croupon boy. Ask him a couple questions. Uh, would you like to join me? Um.
0: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That sound That sounds great. I know I'm not a doctor yet, but I'm definitely sensing some tension here. Maybe it's just stress about the patient. Or maybe there's something more going on. I guess we'll have to find out next time. On Day Players. Next time
2: on Day Players. We're losing them. Not on my
3: watch. Sometimes you gotta add a little bit of flavor to the spice of life.
0: and am drinking cancer.
1: With that kind of thinking, you'll never get past Trust Wizard around here.
2: Tell them to bring 40 cc's of gnome blood, extra sweet. You all focus on the head. I'm gonna give y'all a hand. I can't have an open relationship with a patient. We need to restart his heart. Not on my watch. Cool. Man, yeah. you could just you could just drink piss all day and just make it taste good. <laughs> yum yum. But,
0: <laughs> but you'd still be drinking piss. You
2: would still have the problems from someone who but, drinks piss. But but none, none of the difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> none <Indeed>. of the <laughs> You know <that's> <laughs> uh, a, I've a lost to see in 14 days. <laughs> It's just uh, what is it? It's it's also Irish, isn't it? Yeah, you, you you're oh. just an Irish I don't want to get
0: too, I don't want to get too close to to Jungerberg.
2: I know. <laughs> um,
3: so, just pick anything. There's no rules. So yeah, I I'm, I'm just do British.
2: Boy, here's your just no, saw, I,
0: <laughs> I already wrote British next to Grace. Okay, Jeez. fine. Here. I there's not more than know one what? you for Britain. What? I got it. I got it. She, we're gonna go a little bit southern with her. She's so she hands it to you and she goes, she goes, that ought to do it. No, that's my
2: British. Fuck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is almost
0: a tag, but I don't think it's quite good enough.
2: Grebna you can finish. You can figure out your dialect later. I, I cut in. <laughs>
0: I'm thinking of things to do right now, and it's, just give me a normal set. God damn it, fucking pound of dice. Why do you never have anything useful? You're just all D10s,
2: D6s. (laughs) That's that's why you're supposed to take the pound of dice and throw out all the ones you don't want.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we used to use them for pieces, though.